guys sound so official. <laughs> oh no, we just really good. once we're once we're in the zone, we're like in the zone. I know. I and like, I also Whoa, I'm in a podcast right. now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, I, I also have to start off like I I usually have to do that. We actually did do it really good because I normally have to do that like eight times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now we're just doing it. Blocks podcast, a podcast where we geek out about everything, especially Uptown Sacramento. I'm your host, Sheila. I'm your host, Sierra. And I'm your host, Jonathan. If you are new here, we record inside the podcast studio inside Sector 7 Salon, and you can find the salon at Sector 7 Salon on Instagram and Sector7Salon.com. You can find us at the Blue Box Podcast on Instagram. And you can email us at blueboxpod at gmail.com. So today we're going to go over some current events happening on the boulevard. And we're not skipping a week. We got another guest this week. We have Bobby Bray, owner of Uptown Grounds here on the boulevard. So what's going on current events, Sheila? So let's see what we got going on on the boulevard. So Third Eye Gallery actually has a Frida Kahlo inspired art show on July 24th. That actually sounds... Super awesome. Genuinely amazing. And they're going to have Frida Kahlo in the building for pictures. Oh, like a... Like an impersonator, <gasps> I believe. Cool. Yes. Oh, that's going to be awesome. So exciting. We also... This is so exciting. Super exciting news here. We have a new family member at Sector 7 Salon. I'm personally super stoked about so it. So you personally are so excited. So we uh, currently <laughs> have only offered hair services at Sector 7. So now we have a nail lady. We her, do. Her name is Kalisha. And she's and wonderful. So we only do fingers, no toes, mm-hmm. no pedicures here. We don't have like a pedicure station or anything like that. Just fingies. So if you want to check her out on Instagram, you can find her on through Sector 7. Yes, you can. Or her... you can look up hers at baby girl, like three underscores nail. Yes, I Is think it's correct? two or three. So baby girl underscore underscore, maybe a yeah, third underscore, underscore. <laughs> nails. <laughs> And, and she does amazing. She does work. amazing nails. She does like anything from like super regular nails to super extra to hella extra. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so as always, we got Burley Takeout trivia at King Kong's on Thursdays, and also Kong Live Music Friday six to nine. They have Shane Q, who so, yeah, he who, was what does a he, do? he was a top ten finalist on The Voice in two thousand seventeen. Ooh, Dang that's cool. Good. What kind super of music good. is it? Uh, I don't know the exact style, okay. but it's kind of like bluesy style. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Very good. I listened to some of it uh, yesterday, actually. Oh, cool. Nice. So that's kind of the haps. Yes. Love that. On the bullies. So speaking of the bullies. Hey, Bobby. Hey. <laughs> How's it going? It's going well. It's going well. Good. Good. We're so happy to have you in. I'm really happy to be here. So as I'm sure you know, we've got some fun get to know you questions and then we're getting into the business questions after that. Awesome. You excited to have some fun? I'm excited. <laughs> All right. This is fun. So you've listened to the podcast, so you kind of know, you know, there's some certain controversial questions mm-hmm, that we'll get mm-hmm. into. One mainly, but yeah. yeah one mainly. <laughs> but we've also switched it up a bit. We have a brand new question. We do have a brand time. new question. We'll get to that when we get to that okay. though okay who's the answer who's who's asking the first one do you want to start this time jonathan sure so what is the farthest you've traveled 
Okay, so I was super excited about this one because I heard everybody else share their travel stories. Um, I would say the probably the farthest one is going to be Indonesia. Wow. wow. Um, it was a long flight because it's like way down there, guys. It's mm-hmm. like pretty far down there. It's in Southeast Asia. So I flew to China mm-hmm. and, and then from China to Indonesia. Wow. And that was farther than India and Cambodia. So, Dang. so you've yeah. been to wow. India and Cambodia? I have, yeah. Wow. So what did you go to Indonesia for? Was this work or pleasure? Um, a little bit of both, but mostly it was missions work. So I uh, went cool. to teach English to college students. Oh, wow. So, yeah. oh, awesome. I should have done teaching English places. Oh, Never yeah. It's like a thing. It's for sure. Because <laughs> I feel a like. fun way to travel. Yeah. Like a lot of people that do that, mm-hmm. they've been to so many crazy places. And right. I'm like, what was I doing? Right. Mm-hmm. Does it pay well? It covered my expenses. Oh, nice. So, That's nice. not bad. Right? Yeah. I mean, I got to experience a whole new culture and, uh, you know, travel, see and a lot of like how things. how old were you when you were doing this like teaching English thing? So I did it the summers of like 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019. Cool. So so like in your 20s? Yeah, my early 20s. Early 20s. Early 20s. Did you just have somebody like sublease your apartment or? No, I still lived with my parents, so it worked oh, out so that convenient. way. Oh, so convenient. Right. Love so that. It just came back the same thing. Did you have That's to have a Did done. you have to have a teaching credential to do that? No. Oh, okay. uh, if you know English, then you're That's pretty it. good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely levels to it. Like you could be more like of a teacher in a school mm-hmm. uh-huh. or you could work at a youth center. Youth centers typically, they, they just need people who are willing and able to right. um, do that cross-cultural interaction. Right. Awesome. And so you only need to know English. You don't need to know like whatever language you're yeah, going so, to or what? Yeah. So you don't actually have to know the language of the country you're going to because uh, typically a lot of countries actually teach English in schools. Hmm. So there's that level of like oh, English okay. teaching but then there's also like tutoring because a lot of countries say the, the students are learning English but they don't have English speakers to practice with oh, so that's okay. kind of what I did was right. more of like it's more like tutoring I would say okay than teaching um, mm-hmm. there was a few opportunities in Cambodia to do more lesson oriented English learning but most of the time it was conversational English tutoring that's oh, awesome man. yeah seriously all right second question second question a uh, favorite breakfast cereal okay okay so, <laughs> Okay. All right. I was thinking about this okay. and I'm not super cereal person, but when I do go for cereal, okay. it's going to be Ezekiel cereal, what? like Ezekiel oh. bread. So it's like a sprouted whole wheat cereal or whole grain because there's oh a lots gosh. of different grains in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, my favorite part about it is that it's not, there's no added sugar. Uh, so gotcha. I try to stay away from added sugar because I'm like a sugar addict right. and I will just eat it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, you don't want to start your day off with, with like, a full box yeah. of cereal, which I would yeah. do if I right. went for anything else. <laughs> right. like That's relatable. Yeah. Honey nut Cheerios. So good. But so you know. I get a feeling <laughs> from like really, really healthy cereal that they don't get soggy super quickly. Is that, do you feel like um, that? Yeah, it's actually very like texture wise similar to granola. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. it's not going to have like fun shapes or anything it's like got that. Got a little more crunch to it. Um, yeah. I actually typically eat it like granola when I do oh, buy right. it. So yeah. I like put it on yogurt with yeah. fruit. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That so. sounds yummy. I it do love actually. granola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love granola. You know, what are, what's that cereal like? Honey bunches of oats? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how they have those granola little, chunks? Yeah, the, the yeah. granola chunks. Those I, are the best part. The bunches. And they don't get like soggy. Yeah. Yeah. The flakes do, but like that's, I mean, I'm an, I'm an overnight oats person. So right. like having that crunch in there is absolutely yeah. paramount. So like, <laughs> right. I'm with you on that one. 
Honestly, like when I eat something like that where it has flakes mm-hmm. and like, you know how they kind of are on the surface and mm-hmm. then the granola is like on the bottom? Yeah. But that can take some time, mm-hmm. right? So it can be in there for a second. So I start like skimming out the, start dredging your the bowl. flakes so they don't <laughs> and eat those first so they don't get soggy. You really do have a technique for everything. And then I go in for the granola. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. It's go, serious. Go oh, okay. question three before okay. you go on a rant again. Okay. <laughs> so favorite superhero? Definitely Spider-Man. <gasps> Yeah, I love Spider-Man. That seems to be a theme. Um, Yeah, that's a good one. He's the best, duh. He's awesome. And uh, so it was about the time when the the series of three Spider-Man movies came out. Oh, right, like Tobey Maguire? Yeah, that my brother was like really into superheroes and it was a fun age to like have a younger brother. And then also my older sister would take us out a lot because she was like in her early 20s. And so she would take us to the movie theaters Mm -hmm. and it was like a tradition. So we went to all three of them in the movie theater and it was like an outing yes. so like I just have fond memories of mm-hmm. Spider-Man so I, oh. I totally feel like Spider-Man Spider-Man <laughs> <laughs> Peterman that's why I call him Peterman yeah because I can't say spider you can barely say Peterman <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that was well it was probably the beginning of, of it all mm-hmm. anyway when they were started making these like big movies or whatever mm-hmm. but I really didn't know anything about the Marvel Universe at all and then Spider-Man came out and I watched it and I'm like literally in my 20s obviously and I'm like going around like being like, pss, pss, you know, like with my wrist, like I was so excited. That's a good sound effect. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was great. I practiced a lot many a year ago. Did any of you guys actually watch the animated series, Spider-Man? Mm, Spider-Man? No. Once I tried, it, it just didn't work. It became one of those shows that I would watch when I was getting ready in like high school and college, mm-hmm. but it, I didn't watch it when I was younger or anything like that. And in like the show, that. he didn't have it like the web built right. in. Yeah, it was he had the canisters with the wristband exactly. type thing. Well, so that's kind of what they did with the Tom Holland call, um, character, mm-hmm. right? Because really, that's the thing is like he, those were like, you know, he created those. It doesn't yeah. like actually come out of his skin like with the Tobey Maguire mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the real comics, right? The most like original is like him creating right. the stuff. Cool. Okay, next mm-hmm. question. Or whatever. Jonathan. What is your hometown? So I grew up in the Valley High neighborhood of South Sacramento. What? Valley yeah. High. Like, oh, that's Mac and Franklin. Yep, right there. Mm-hmm. That's that's home for me. I but. spent 15 years off Mac and Center. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So you know exactly what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. So that's Common Ground. Yep. Um, is another organization that I work for, and that's where they're located too. Cool. So it was cool to come home to serve the neighborhood that I grew up in. Yeah. So did you Very go nice. to Valley High High School? My sisters did. They're your age, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to Monterey Trail because the zoning just happened oh, okay. to push me that way, mm-hmm. and then I transferred to Laguna Creek High School in Elk Grove. Mm, that's where I went, Laguna Creek High School. I did not graduate from there because okay. I'm not going to go into it, but I got kicked out. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> Go into it. Please. Okay. No. Actually, okay. <laughs> I ended up graduating from a continuation high school in South Sac off a of Mac Road called Las Flores. Oh, I, I went. I went there as well. You did not. It was kind of. It was kind of a homeschool slash. No, that's what I did. So I went go, in like once a week. You'd go pick up your homework yeah, or your work. Little to packets. Do. Yeah. We I have one, one of those charter school type of situations oh. in the Artisan Building now. It's called CCCS, and right. they they do that um, home study. Like the home studies. Yeah. Right. Because mm-hmm. it, it was kind of nice because I I got kicked out of high school, but I was able to still get my. You got kicked out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> She's still not telling us the story. I'm not guys. telling you the story. It's not. That's it's not good it's not good i didn't like knife anybody it's not good (laughs) 
I just got kicked out. That's really what happened. I just got kicked out. Like, I just didn't go enough. <laughs> she knifed her attendance. <laughs> <That's what happened. laughs> I was literally, you know, because I'm such a dork and I was like, grew up with way too much anxiety. I literally was just at home reading books. Like, I wasn't out on the streets, like being a, like a hoodlum. A hoodlum. I was just at home. I was just had so much anxiety. I couldn't go to school. And eventually they're like, just go, you can't go here. Like, you never come here. So, like, leave is kind of what happens. So oh, it wasn't see, a good story. See. see how boring that was? I'll cut it out. It's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't care about you. We don't care. Okay. Right, um, Sierra. Sorry, is it me? Is it, yeah. or are we at the end now? Well, the next question. Do you collect anything? <laughs> okay. So, I just moved here to the Woodlake neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I, like. You're so fancy. I, like, I mean, I live in an apartment there. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I decluttered all of my belongings. Right. So like I don't collect a lot of things but I used to collect coffee mugs oh Oh, yes Uh, that's a good one it irritated my parents so much (laughs) that they kept disappearing and I'm like where are my coffee mugs that I'm collecting I still don't know um but anyway so I decided like okay that takes up a lot of space so I'm not gonna continue that if I have a couple coffee mugs like I can only drink so many different cups of coffee at a time (laughs) I live alone like I don't need that many so um I have four really good coffee mugs and a couple of like you know collect tumblers oh right Mm -hmm. Um, but what I collect now more is coffee beans oh so if I go anywhere I'm definitely like searching out sniffing Mm -hmm. out the the specialty coffee shops and i'm if i like it i'm taking a bag with me Mm -hmm. so i just went to new york and i got some coffee from there i got some coffee from roseville and so i just have all these coffee beans but i have a coffee shop so i'll buy i mean i drink coffee mostly at the shop so so these just kind of like have been collecting and then like on wednesdays or thursdays when i'm not at the coffee shop then i'll make a pot of coffee from my favorite selection you know that's kind of funny because i was thinking like oh i like this progression to where you went from something that like kind of just takes up space to something that will eventually be used yeah but now, That's, but what you're saying is that it's just kind of... It's a little bit of it's both. It's like up. kind of being used more when I have guests, but mm-hmm. mostly. Would you guys any in any situation at the coffee shop, like have some kind of like special bean, you know, like you could use yeah. some of that? So I've seen people do like guest coffee yeah, yeah. because you typically will be, a lot of coffee shops are specific to their roaster. Right. And it creates a quality situation and a consistency. Right. But a lot of co- coffee shops now have a guest, like, because you need your own grinder for espresso so they'll have a guest grinder for the guest espresso Uh um, that they have that they're highlighting that time month or whatever i I would potentially do that i haven't do you need like permission from the people that you know you buy the beans so i buy my coffee from remedy supply co in auburn and they're they're pretty chill i probably i could tell them like easily just like hey i'm using this coffee but they i don't think they really would care too much Mm -hmm. what about the coffee that you're using as the guest do do they need to you know i don't think i mean as long as i bought their coffee right i I, I wouldn't probably set up another wholesale account right so then i'm buying their coffee at a retail value that doesn't really that makes Mm. they'll probably just be happy for the shout out i appreciate it yeah. that's cool that's yeah, a good question that, no yeah, that is a good question yeah. okay so when the zombie when okay that's a when <laughs> that's a hard when the zombie apocalypse happens what would be your weapon of choice but no guns mm, i think i'm gonna stick with the coffee theme here <laughs> i don't know if you've worked at a coffee but mm-hmm. okay. i was actually a barista I you were, you were a barista for like we were three, three, you guys have all been three and a half years okay yeah. has anybody ever used a manual machine yes so Lots. a portafilter is really heavy uh-huh 
Like you could do some damage. Oh, like so. <laughs> a, so a manual machine. That's definitely what I use because like yeah. there's not a manual machine. Yeah, there's an automatic yeah. machine like Starbucks where you can press a button and the shots come out. They oh, grind and tamp okay. and all that fun stuff in the machine. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then um, okay. a manual machine, you yeah. put the grounds in and you. Okay, tamp then yeah, it. that's what I use. Yeah. So that portafilter handle yes. is very like, heavy, pretty heavy. Yeah. It can do some damage. I think that I like it, and it's like easy to carry. You can honestly lose. have a few of them too on you. Yeah, like yeah. a whole backpack. Full. <laughs> <laughs> that's That'd be a heavy. real good way to get your quads up. Like have all those on like a belt. <laughs> You know? And then you just right. like swing the backpack full of them. Yeah. Why, of why them. not? <laughs> this is a whole backpack full. That's a hella good answer. I like that. <laughs> I like the coffee theme too. This is great. You collect yes. coffee. Mm-hmm. You're going to kill zombies with coffee. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. This is very fallout, like consistency. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're going to caffeinate the zombies. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. Would it matter though? Because they don't have blood flowing through their veins, really. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could you like super soaker? Yeah. Super soaker? <laughs> oh, super soaker <laughs> of like burning hot coffee into their eyeballs whoa i no. mean that's a way to attack them <laughs> just have like an electric kettle solar power <laughs> that you just pour into your nerf gun that eventually melts anyway because the water's so hot we have to think this through sheila okay <laughs> sorry i'm just like roasting on you super I know, heavily today i could get, get that vibe i like it cool it's because I got my fruit smoothie over here. I'm feeling so energized. I know. You think you're all better than us? <laughs> I am. Because you're but. not drinking alcohol. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the business question. So, yes. so we're we're gonna need a lot of clarification because so Adam was here. Adam Ship from the Sacramento Youth Center was here last <laughs> week. So so we do know that you're affiliated in some ways, but we'd like to get a little more in depth about that and your kind of background with one coffee and with youth services. Um, But we also, of course, love to know everybody's Boulevard story. So Mm -hmm. if you could just tell us like how you came to be on the Boulevard. Okay, so I came to be (laughs) on the Boulevard. So um, Sacramento Youth Center uh, wanted to do a workforce training program with coffee as a training program. And so I had a curriculum and um, some coffee background. And so we were working together on a different youth working opportunity. Well, we were both funded from a from an organization called SAC Youth Works. And so okay. we met in those meetings. Oh, okay. And then we proceeded to work together after that. And I ran a workforce training coffee, coffee training. So with hospitality and customer service and barista skills. And so I consulted on the business, I mean, the coffee equipment. And so they brought in that coffee equipment, mm-hmm. set up the, we set up the cafe and I did a training for, I think it was like 20 students um, cool. in that location. And a lot more or like a similar amount in South Sacramento and then they had this cafe set up like it was all set up right and that was my experience just coming to the boulevard was those trainings then from there are we ready to jump into like how I how uptown grounds created okay yeah so yeah so training equipment's there cafes there Uh, the previous person renting the whole building that had the the master lease Uh left the building or left the agreement and so that made room for the ships to kind of take some more ownership of the building and then they wanted to get the cafe up and running as soon as possible i was hearing this conversation i was around and i mentioned that i had a business license that Mm -hmm. i wasn't using it for anything other than like the occasional coffee catering right and so i was like what would what would it take we had like a couple conversations about it and i realized like i have a full-time job i can't run this coffee shop right i can't do it but then i found a friend who i've worked with in other settings when youth 
youth services and also coffee who I knew could help like get it off the ground. Her name is Antoinette. She's our operations manager. Okay. And so she was able to come in and help with the startup. Oh, okay. So she kind of is like feet on the ground. So I was able to run the business from kind of like behind the scenes a lot. Right. And then she runs the, the main show. I am there a lot too. You are so there a lot. I am there a lot. So it's kind of like hand in hand. We kind of just both work together to get it started. Uh, she's an employee of Uptown Grounds. And uh, the name came because we were just all brainstorming. Right. It's Uptown Sacramento. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I come from Common Ground. So it just <laughs> kind of like, like all yeah, worked yeah. out. Yeah. So Grounds is like Coffee Grounds. Mm-hmm. So Uptown Grounds came about. I love through. it. I love yeah. the name. Cute. Yeah. You mentioned Common Grounds. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So Common Ground is a church, but it has a nonprofit branch that they call Common Ground Community Development Corporation. And that that has been around since like, I think 2016. And uh, the, the person leading that became the pastor of the church. And so he could no longer like lead that whole oh, okay, right. nonprofit branch. And mm-hmm. I came in as soon, he hired me to be his office manager for a while. And then as I started to hear like, oh wait, there's this whole other thing going on that's servicing the community. That seems really awesome. Why aren't we working on that? And it just kind of got backburned, backburner. I don't know. What's the term? What's the verb? Put on the back burner. Put on the back burner. There we go. Um, (laughs) Until like there was more personnel to work on that. Oh, right. Because the church had gone through a transition with a new pastor. And so um, I I started it with a youth initiative cafe where the students can come. Um, Any students, they don't have to be faith-based and learn coffee. We pay them to go through workforce training and then they get some money to do, do cool things with. So that's how it started. And that's also how I met Adam and Raquel in the youth work and then okay. they opened a youth center mm-hmm. at our site and so I'm just kind of working on like scratching off like the dust and oh, brushing right. off the dust and figuring yeah. out what is this nonprofit? Right. what are we doing with it mm-hmm. and how are we going to move forward and I'm specializing in the youth first That's so, so is that cool. what your full time job is yes. still? Okay. yeah Okay. That is still my full-time job. So you yeah. run that nonprofit? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you opened Uptown Grounds. On the, on the side, On the side. Yeah. And then and But then it's you also become like the main thing too. So it's okay. like a lot. Right. Yeah. So so Uptown Grounds is like also part of that nonprofit? No. Oh, okay. Uptown Grounds is under... So I have a LLC called Cassid Coffee Company okay. where I was doing a couple other coffee things like catering mostly and I did try to start a coffee shop in West Sacramento that uh-huh. didn't quite work out the way I wanted it right. to so I left that behind two weeks before the first shutdown it was crazy oh my god two wow. weeks before I got I like got my hands clean from that situation uh-huh. mm-hmm. and I just like moved on right mm-hmm. and it was like I was like, oh my goodness, two weeks later, we're in a shutdown and right. like, you can't do anything. Right. right. So it was interesting how that worked out. And then I wasn't expecting to jump right back in right. this year, but the opportunities just aligned and awesome. the right people came alongside yeah. it. And Adam and Raquel are really awesome partners to work with. Yeah. So I really appreciate all they've done to mm-hmm. help get Uptown Grounds up and running. Well, I just got to say, you're 27, right? I am. Seriously. <laughs> And you run a nonprofit, and you're the owner of a coffee shop. <laughs> How baller is that? Right. That's really cool. Also, this is like the second coffee shop you opened. Like, yeah. it's like that's awesome. Like, how have you done all that in such a short amount of well, time? Well, I mean, I think the key here is like the first one failed, right? So you have to be okay with like trying things, mm-hmm. you know, and them not working out. Yes, and it does sure. hit your like pride a little bit, yeah, but then you just like you know, like the next opportunity comes, mm-hmm. and you know, you hey. decide if it fits. You know, you, you don't, don't give walk. Up. Yeah, you don't 
don't give up mm-hmm. and you just take failure as a learning experience. Well, yeah. And I think that's the most important that like, I think where most people are successful, they have obviously failed before. Right. And I think even like trying it and failing it so young, do you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. you've already like kind of jumped. It's just like, that's so awesome. Cause I think a lot of times you don't learn that you need to fail so much to succeed sometimes until you're a little older. So. Yeah. yeah. Every failure is a learning experience. Yeah. So. You're right. I've totally. failed quite a bit. But I mean, now ego takes decent, us you know? probably right. until we're 30, I would want to say. <laughs> probably that's like the, the biggest point of ego in your life. You're like, really? I have to okay. be cool and perfect and blah, mm-hmm. but then you, you're like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, right. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do what I can. So, which, like, holy crap, you're doing a lot. Seriously. <laughs> so, do they have a coffee shop at the South? Yeah. So, that one is, I. that's the first, my my baby. That's like okay. my first one ever before West Sac, before oh, Uptown okay. Grounds. I just opened a coffee shop, a little coffee bar to service the, like, churches have Sunday morning services. And right. so, we service, that's like a, a population that has to be there, right? Uh-huh. So, we get to, to to serve them coffee and it's a, they pay for it but it's not open to the public because of oh, okay. I can't get that location up to like Sacramento County Health Code yet oh, okay. so we can only service inside of our community there oh, like okay. like people can come in but like it's not open to the public yet because I have to do some remodeling mm-hmm. and did that's you gonna do that take at Radiant Life I did not because there was be... a coffee shop inside there yeah no yeah. I actually didn't do it there I did yeah. at Common Ground okay and I've done it at Uptown Grounds <laughs> that's it that's all that's all I got so yeah so I opened a, a little coffee bar there but there's some things that I would need to to remodel mm-hmm. um, in order to open it to the public so it's mostly a training lab for the youth. Okay, cool. Especially since the shutdown, it's gotten way more active because of some of the the grant funding we brought in for youth work mm-hmm. and to to engage students that aren't attending school every day in a, an experience where they can be safe, wear masks and gloves, right. be socially distant, mm-hmm. but also you know get to see other people. Like right. that was like a big deal for them. Like when I did the surveys after, mm-hmm. they loved the coffee training, they loved the garden and the food pantry. But what they loved the most was being able to see people. Yeah. Yeah, on Zoom. So, yeah. So that was your first foray into coffee ever? Yeah. And I came from, like, I worked at Starbucks Uh first. Like, that was my first coffee job. I didn't even know about this whole third wave specialty coffee yeah. situation. I knew like better coffee from like not the best coffee, right. but I didn't know all this. Like I had to learn it from the ground up. Like I just... Yeah. Can you explain a little bit for the viewers and those of us here who don't know? <laughs> yeah. So the first wave of coffee is like Folgers in your cup, you know, okay. like Love it. pre-ground, store-bought. There's no date of when it was roasted, no indication of where the coffee comes from, like mm-hmm. the country it was grown. That is... Uh, first wave okay. and it's at home brewing or like a diner right some diners actually have really good coffee though yeah mm-hmm. um, <laughs> second wave is like starbucks where they started to bring in more italian espresso and um lattes cappuccinos and things like that and they're starting they got the market kind of like understanding like there's more you can do with your coffee than Mm -hmm. black coffee or black coffee and cream right so that's like second wave and then third wave is like you actually care about where the beans come from the farmers are they being treated well like um, fair trade is a very complex word but Mm -hmm. even more than that like how are the farmers doing beyond fair trade too because sometimes that isn't um 
the full picture uh-huh. and then all the way to the cup and the customer receiving it having some understanding of the of the coffee and stuff like that there's a lot of specialty parameters i don't, I don't know how to call it but like um the way that we brew it is very mm-hmm. specific and we weigh like every step of the way mm-hmm. like for example an espresso we're gonna weigh it dry before it gets in the espresso machine and then we weigh it when it comes out and the output and the timing is important so mm-hmm. um each roaster will give you their parameters what they think is the best and then you can oh, kind of okay. go with that mm-hmm. so the third awesome. wave is just a little more like quality precise control. yeah quality control sounds like a lot more quality control yeah. actually <laughs> mm-hmm. dang yeah that's so awesome. Yeah. I feel like that's one of those things like we, we're always like, oh, this coffee is good, but we don't really worry about like, is it super yeah. good quality coffee? And also, do they care about where it comes from and the people that grow right. it? Like, that's so cool to know that you can drink the coffee and it's good, but you can also feel good about drinking it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what we do with the beer as well. Yeah. And yeah. also our spent grain goes to local farmers mm-hmm. to feed their cows. Wow. That's and awesome. And we end up wanting to buy at least a cow for to mm-hmm. come back and actually serve the meat at the brewery. Whoa. Whoa. Not not meat related. Not meat related, but kind of community related. Mm -hmm. Have you, because when I worked at Starbucks, I'm sure, I'm not sure if they did this at the Starbucks that you worked at, but a lot of the times they would take the grounds and give them to like local farmers and gardens and stuff like that. Do you do stuff like that? Yeah. So we have a garden at Common Ground and we try to like take the grounds from the coffee and bring it out to the garden, but we have a whole composting situation like out there. So because we have the food pantry, Mm-hmm. We get foods from the grocery store that are close to expiration and we sort through them. But we get deliveries Monday through Friday and we give out our food on Saturday. So between Monday and Friday, sometimes some of the food expires and we mm-hmm. can't give it out. And so we take it to the garden and we chop it up. It's like real life fruit ninja. <laughs> the youth love it. I don't know why. It's so smelly and kind of gross, but they love like fruit ninja station. Uh-huh. Um, and then we <laughs> chop it all up and then we put it into the composting bins mm-hmm. and then we have to turn the compost like it's a whole situation but because of that they're like really precise on what we can add to the compost Mm -hmm. so they don't always want coffee because it's acidic so based on the ph of the compost they may or may not want us to add the grounds to the compost oh Oh, wow so it's like we we do sometimes and then other times they're like no it's actually really acidic right Mm -hmm. now so we're not going to add it nice so if anyone has a compost bin that needs some acid yeah (laughs) we got you on the coffee (laughs) (laughs) that's so cool that's seriously cool like we we actually want to start a compost here. Yeah, because we, we have compost barrels, but mm-hmm. we just haven't been doing it because there's so much other because stuff Because we also to do. have no idea how to do it. Yeah. yeah. You have to like test it. I thought I mean, you just throw stuff in there. They're pretty, I mean, you could do it that way. Oh, Specifically okay. since you aren't growing a lot of edible produce, are you guys? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we're not well, growing anything. No, we have some we, dead succulents out there. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, 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 for one, I've been watering those. Oh, okay. Okay. We do. We actually do have some new plants out yeah, there. Like trees and we have and a lime tree and we're going to plant two tomato plants. Yeah. Wow, that's exciting. We will soon. You guys should have like a whole salsa garden because (gasps) you have lime and tomato. We just need some garlic, onion, cilantro. Avocado tree. Peppers. So we can make guac. I've literally thought about being like, yeah, yeah, we can do peppers. I've really thought about, hey, you can have a King Kong beer. Mm -hmm. You can have some wine, Mm -hmm. a burly mimosa, or a Sector 7 grown cucumber. Okay, (laughs) what do you want? Just a solid cucumber. Just eat it like corn on the cob. About that, I wanted to see, like, we have, we're going to, actually, we'll get to it, but okay. I have something new coming from Uptown Grounds so that oh, you guys might okay. want to add to your little, like, Ooh, menu for oh, people getting their hair service. Yes. So really? We'll get Uh-oh. there. Yeah. 
Uh-oh. Okay. So I actually want to know, because you were talking about earlier how like how you have all these connections, like with the church and things like that. So obviously you're successful bec- like for many, many different reasons. What do you think makes you successful in this area specifically? Um, I committed to being here. So I moved into Woodlake and I'm here a lot. At first, I really did want to kind of like not split my attention between South Sac and North Sac because it's kind of like a 30 minute drive on a good day. Mm-hmm. So um, and at first I was driving all the way from over there over here which was like a lot because it was more days of the week but mm-hmm. I think what really brought the success was just presence mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. here I go to King Kong I get my hair done here mm-hmm. like I'm on the boulevard I'm buying from the boulevard Burleys like you know like I'm just I just committed to being here and being present totally um, and I do that in South Sac as well but at first I was like hesitant to divide that attention <laughs> uh-huh. and living here helps to also like right. the affordability of the area was a lot better than trying to find a place to live in Valley High. I looked for like four months, very like applying, like putting in applications for four months and didn't find anything until I looked over here. So it was kind of meant to be. Oh, good. Love it. Oh, wow. Welcome to the area. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I do think that is like the biggest part about Mm -hmm. being successful in this area specifically, or maybe, you know, an area that is kind of like up and coming is to just be on it all the time. (laughs) Right. Put your money where your mouth is, quite literally. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, like Logan and I are just always like, we just have to be on the boulevard. You just have to be here. Yeah, you just have to be here. You just have to be here. Logan, the owner of Sector 7 Salon. Mm. Oh, yes, yes. I know that guy. (laughs) He's kind of cool, I guess. Can you introduce me? (laughs) (laughs) That's actually, okay, sidebar, that's actually kind of how they met. Oh, really? So somebody at her salon was cutting his hair and she was like, he's really hot. Can you like hook it up? And they were like, yeah, cut his hair. And then... (laughs) That's... it's all history. Are you embarrassed? No, it's oh, like okay. it's like that's not exactly. I'm sure that I'm not telling it right, but <laughs> not exactly. But that's it's pretty. He did. We did meet at the salon, and he was a client of another stylist mm-hmm. for sure. He said, Swooped. "Hook it up, hook mm-hmm. it up." And he was just like, he's very tall, you know. So it's huh? like, uh, you know, like a lot of people are like, "Oh, who's that tall guy?" You know. So yeah, that is what happened. <laughs> You're like, that's my thing right there. <laughs> that's mine. To me, that's mine. So sorry, off on, not on the romantic sidebar anymore. Do you? Is there any advice that you have for new business owners looking to come into this area? Yes. Connect with the other business owners and with Daniel from the partnership. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And see how, like, think bigger than yourself, I would say. Like, Mm -hmm. how can you support the other businesses with your business? Right. Like, you know, I think Mm -hmm. if we all work together, then, like, we can all rise together. Totally. That's a really good way to phrase that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. I think that's totally right on. Uh, Well, you teased a little bit of, like, something up and coming with Uptown Grounds. What's going on? Yes. So, I have growlers of cold brew coming out. (gasps) Yeah. Ah, Are you serious? I'm serious. I bought a huge cold brew toddy thingy. Um, It's probably not big compared to some of the the equipment they have at Kong. But for me and my little cafe, it looks huge. Right. Um, (laughs) And it brews like a really large batch of cold brew. And then I found these growlers that are really cool. And I'm going to put my label on it that says Uptown Grounds. And then you guys can buy growlers. So if you guys want to get a growler and then you guys can have cold brew here for customers that come in. Okay. I'm going to buy a cold brew for my house. Oh, yeah. I mean, that too. I was like, um, can we trade? 
get a haircut for a growler? <laughs> I would love that. Of course. <laughs> so, so that is such an amazing idea because the coffee right now, what I have, you know, because we offer like wine, beer, mimosas, mm-hmm. coffee, water, yeah. right? No one wants coffee right now because it's like too hot. Way too hot. Yeah. Well, because we only have hot coffee. Mm-hmm. And we also, our coffee is... <laughs> Keurig? It is it's Keurig. Kirkland. It's oh, Keurig and it's Kirkland. the worst kind of Keurig. <laughs> and... Well, it's totally fine for me. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, we okay. get I mean, no judgment. No, coffee like, is coffee. It's okay. Yeah. You, you can judge. You, know, <laughs> you the have co- the credentials to judge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, in coffee areas, you can absolutely judge me. But I'm not sitting around being all like, oh, Kirkland. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. Yeah. But, you know, we offer really good beer. Mm-hmm. We offer really good mimosas. Right. Those our, are so good. Our yeah. wine is like, we don't have a winery on the boulevard. So our wine yeah. is whatever. We should we, look <laughs> into a local winery, though. That would be a really cool to feature. But I love the idea of the cold brew because we just don't, you know, we don't, we're not giving out a lot of, I mean, not that we want to give out, but, you know, we're not offering a lot of um, coffee at the moment. Right. Cold brew would be great. I'm so excited about the cold brew. I think this is a great idea. Also, yes, I just want to keep some for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have been hard on your chai for so long. Right. But like, I might have to switch over to cold brew. Oh, do you like coffee though? I love coffee. Honestly, oh. chai, like I'm huge about like my teeth, like coffee stains my teeth a whole bunch, but like Got I do. It. Love cold brew, so I just get a straw. Okay. <laughs> um, another question: Would you guys prefer it already, like the concentrate form or the diluted? Because I'm, I'm thinking I might offer both mm-hmm. for someone who wants like a large amount of cold brew. They can get the concentrated, yeah. like you dilute it. Like I would say, if you tell us the amount that it needs to be diluted, like what ratio, we can handle that. But if okay. you just give it to us and don't tell us anything, it's going to be <laughs> we're going to be all jacked up on extreme amounts of caffeine. For me, that. my personal use, concentrated for sure, because I'll like do it to taste but i can't like take other people's taste buds yeah into my that, own hands i think offering both is a great idea yeah. i think that both will do really well because some mm-hmm. people will just want to keep like a huge jug of concentrate and they can it'll last because how long do you feel like it'll so, last in the fridge so i would say that it tastes the best within seven days okay, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. okay. yeah it's not super big of a growler though i'm straight um, up gonna like, make it into ice cubes that's pretty rude Ooh. There you go. The concentrate, Just, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Make like blended coffee with it. Wow. That's what I did with my Shakeology when I was doing Insanity. <gasps> Crazy. You're so smart. I love this girl. My sister thought of it. I can't take credit <laughs> for that. Love Thanks, you, Savannah. Sister. <laughs> do you put your cold brew in kegs? I do not. Oh, okay. Do you want to collab? Keg collab. <laughs> it's a I different, it's a different way to do nitro it. Nitro cold brew. Because we did it with uh, naked coffee, and we have a yeah. we have a we keep a keg on tap uh, for our employees to if they want cold <gasps> what? brew. Are you serious? You haven't been sharing this information. This is like exclusive. It's, not, it's not for sale. It's not for sale. But Hold me on. as a neighbor, I could go over and knock is on the door and be like, it "Can I get some at nine a.m.?" Yeah. Okay, if you guys do that, we could get a. a a get mini keg. A mini, Let's get a little mini keg. A pony keg of yeah. nitro cold brew. <laughs> what? And then you definitely don't put ice in it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You would have to have a tap too for it. So. Love. Oh, we would just get one of just those little tiny the, little kegerators. Just or get one of those one. things when you're like at the party and it just has <laughs> yeah, that that's, what, that's a tap. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I a pump and a tap. We can do that. We'll have to talk to the captain about that this. That is going to be <laughs> hilarious to figure out and I cannot wait. I hope that We're, he says yes. Yeah. He's probably going to be like, no. <laughs> but then we'll be like, please. And then it'll be like, fine. I'll <laughs> be like, if I can learn how and then teach you idiots. And we'll be like, yes. <laughs> that's really exciting news. 
Yes, I am stoked <laughs> for that. I cannot wait. Yay. So Are you going to have any specific when, flavors that you're going to be getting in there or just kind of, because I know sometimes it's like undertones of chocolate, undertones of whatever. Do you have anything Yeah, in so my favorite coffee cold brewed, I've tried a couple of our different um, roasts that our roaster puts out and my favorite is the Confluence blend Ooh. and I believe it's from the regions of Eastmore and Columbia. Cool. I think. Let me get back to you guys. I'll I'm let like, you know. The coffee I'll post that- it when we when i post my cold brew i'll tell you exactly where it's from but it's really good it's very complex in flavor Mm. which is my favorite um it's not just like just straight coffee but you can taste like chocolatey notes and some delicious like caramel notes but again it's not like you know when you're tasting notes like in beer and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it's not going to be the actual like chocolate like right it's Mm going to be it's not like mocha yeah right it's like the tones and the notes yeah so is it gonna you were kind of explaining to me when you're getting your hair done that the flavor i was talking about that I don't like in a coffee maybe is like the bright flavor yes so I listened to the previous podcast <laughs> with Adam and you're sharing about not liking certain kinds of coffee that are very like fancy right and I think that wave of coffee is kind of very bright mm-hmm. and it can be the brighter side can it's a palette for sure it's like definitely a certain type of taste bud would uh, want to drink right, that black right okay so and do you normally just get like a drip coffee or a latte espresso or? like an Americano yeah yeah so you're really going to taste the espresso as right, is right. just adding water to it mm-hmm. which is an americano espresso right. and water mm-hmm. so you're just going to taste the espresso like as is at, in an americano so it was probably just pretty bright so will this cold brew have like these bright notes that i don't know like? it's going to taste like our drip coffee Ooh, yeah. so it's the same blend that we typically use okay. in our that's good. regular drip coffee mm-hmm. it's just you're going to taste more of the flavors because mm-hmm. a cold okay. brew is extracted without any heat uh-huh. it's extracted with cold water for like 12 to 24 hours okay i like about 18 to 20 hours is my favorite range right and yeah and it just sits in the water Mm -hmm. all cold and delicious for like ever and then so it's different yeah like like the flavors you get out of it is different than if you yeah Mm -hmm. when you say bright notes do you mean like a lighter roasted bean yeah what's what's the what's a lighter roasted bean like a breakfast blend type stuff yeah so it's gonna be lighter roasted more caffeine more caffeine Mm -hmm. and the way it's roasted is gonna bring out the bright side of that coffee Mm -hmm. bean and when you say bright flavor like can you describe how that flavor is is like is it like i I know this is going to be like such like a food like tongue palette (laughs) description but like when we say bright some people might not know what that experience is like okay so bright flavors tend to be more like in the citrus family Mm -hmm. more Um, acidic yeah it could be acidic acidic coffee is actually not a great word to use all uh-huh. the time acidic uh, all coffee is acidic right it, if coffee is brewed a certain way it can become like bitter mm-hmm. and yeah. acidic in a way that's not good right? right so and when we say bright we're not claiming good or bad it's mm-hmm. just like bright right yeah. so that's why we don't really say necessarily acidic but mm-hmm. it's like citrusy notes floral notes mm-hmm. and sometimes yeah so floral and like especially like Ethiopian coffee mm-hmm. Coffee from Ethiopia can tend to be very bright. If you've never had Ethiopian coffee, we do have it on pour over at Uptown Grounds. A pour over is like where we brew it one cup at a time in mm-hmm. the special little pour over cone. Mm-hmm. And, With the fancy um, long spout. Yes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a gooseneck kettle. And uh, we do Ooh. offer that so you Ooh. can try different blends that we don't have on our trip every day. Oh, right. Maybe love I should that. try that and see. Yeah, yeah so do like a little like coffee flight. Situation. Yeah, if I'm like, no, I hate it, <laughs> then we'll know. Oh, wait, you guys do an iced coffee 
coffee flight, don't you? Yeah, we do have an iced coffee flight. It has four of our main drinks on there. We have the Uptown Funk, which mm-hmm. is a chai tea latte with espresso in it. My favorite. And Uptown Love, which has white chocolate and rose flavors. Mm. And um, then we have the cold brew and an Americano. And you get all four. They're in eight ounce cups. Um, I definitely recommend sharing it with someone if you can. <laughs> but we can also give you some to-go cups if you want to just drink half of it. So it equals out to about <laughs> two cups of coffee. So oh, okay. for me, like I can I can drink all those and be totally right. fine. <laughs> like give me three more flights. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with, with one whole whole fly like i'm totally fine but for you guys for people who don't drink coffee as much as i do yeah. maybe bring someone with you okay love it, Sierra love will it. Do it. yeah that would be so fun coffee date okay cool so okay so sierra and i have been having some fun on the boulevard actually so after jonathan last, works all day right so <laughs> too, after too last week well for one we went to the gym and the other day at uptown fitness on del paso boulevard mm-hmm. and then we had a meeting with adam ship who mm-hmm. was our guest last week? We got a tour of the Sacramento Youth Center. Holy crap, it's huge. Which is so amazing. Did you see the theater? Yes. Yeah, we saw the theater. We saw everything. It's amazing. It's huge. It's ginormous. Mm-hmm. And the plans they have for that place is just amazing. They're going to be doing some really, really cool events. So make sure you guys keep an eye out on their stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And the Del Paso, you know, Boulevard, Boulevard Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we always like to repost um, stuff that's happening. Yes. So after we left the Youth Center, we were walking back and we stopped off at Antique and the okay. best place in the whole wide world. For one, I'm obsessed with her. The yes. amount of stuff that's in that building is crazy. Okay, it's, it's so I crazy. I have been there before. Right, and she is just so sweet, and she she has so much stuff. It's like I can't. I need to go back because there's some Star Trek things right, that I want to buy. Right. And you were thinking about some outdoor furniture. You mm-hmm. got a really cool picture of May West, May West, who is like one of my idols, and they had like a headshot of her. I was like, <gasps> yeah. So I got it, obviously. So we were kind of a little bit in a hurry because we had a, we had a meeting um, in in like ten or fifteen minutes when we we're there. So I want to go back and really properly. Mm-hmm. I want to get some handkerchiefs. I want that Star Trek plate. I want to look through the CDs. Yes, for sure. I, I don't have Bluetooth in my car. They had okay. a lot of really good books, too. A lot of good and books. And my favorite event of the whole time that we were there, me and Sheila were just kind of like walking around looking at stuff. And Annie is like on her phone talking about her life with somebody. Which was the amazing. Because you're like... I just adore her. She is yeah. like so just she's just like living her best life in yeah. her shop. And so she comes around the corner, notices that we're looking at a dollhouse and just like while having this conversation and just being a fabulous woman, just like right. opens up this dollhouse for us to look at. Like right. every single moment we needed her assistance. She was there, I know, even it's like though she, she was like a million what? other places at yeah. once. You know, she's a professor, right? Oh, she's a professor. I'm not sure exactly what subject, but she's a professor as oh well. So she, she spends half her time teaching and half her time. I'm like, there. I'm obsessed she's just with incredible. Her. She was wearing like overall she's like literally per like she's the perfect like antique shop owner yes she had so much information she was so knowledgeable about literally everything right she has amazing she has a really good eye for stuff a lot of her stuff is like really um you know like within antiques like mm-hmm. you know a lot of old designer stuff and things and you also just... a lot of stuff from different cultures too yeah mm-hmm. no she has such an amazing shop and she and now that you say she's a professor she's like literally perfectly fits that it she's makes sense the sweetest 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 we actually met her originally over at the that guy i wear trunk show yeah and dennis's wife introduced us and so we went over there and honest to god i'll be back 100 percent. i need things in there. for sure 
I she was, as I was buying the picture of Mae West, I was like, we have a meeting. I wish we had more time. And she was like, the first step is always coming in and seeing. The second step is buying. Yes. I was like, that is so true, especially it's at so antique shops. Because there's so much stuff. Right. right. It's a, you probably every single time you just mm-hmm. see new stuff. I'm like, I have to get rid of all the stuff that I need to, that is like cluttering my apartment. Right. And then I'm going to come in and buy everything. Right. Exactly. Ugh, so yeah, I need to go to my house and be like, okay, where can I make room? Exactly. I want all that peach glass, remember? Yes, the peach glass. I want the glass that glows in the dark, but I think that's the one that's not safe to eat off of. So I have oh, to like yeah, make shelves oh, right, right. instead of like mm-hmm. eating off of it. Yeah. It was just so great. I love it. Okay, cool. Hey, Sierra, where can they find us? So they can find us on Instagram at Blue Blocks Podcast, at Sector 7 Salon, and at Del Paso Boulevard. And our websites are Sector7Salon.com and DPB Partner partnership.com and don't forget to hashtag keep del paso authentic everyone we'll see you next week thanks guys bye it was really fun being here with you thank guys. you bobby We're so Cheers. glad to have you and we'll awesome. see you for the flights later see this week <laughs> thank you bobby okay bye bye, bye. happy trails <laughs>